Hi, I'm Celia Schilling from Yacht Club Games. Hey, this is Mark and Keon from Bonta Affold. Hey, this is Todd Mitchell from Code Right Play. Salutations, this is Mike Carroll from Strollart. Hey, this is Patrick from the Backlog Odyssey. Hey, this is Rune from Runic Codes. Hi, this is Andrew from Spalotter Birds. Hi, everyone. Jill Grote here from the Indie Informer. Hey, this is Brimstone, and you're listening to Roger Reichardt on the Gamerheads Podcast. And now, a word from our CEO. My fellow Gamerheads of Gamerheads Nation, this is your president and CEO, Phil Hoff. I'm here to discuss the events of last year leading into our current year of what is going on with Gamerheads Podcast and Gamerheads.com. First off, I would like to thank all of you for listening, for reading, and your support. The three of us truly, truly appreciate it, and I hope you, the members of the nation, also appreciate it. I'd also like to thank my co-hosts, Mike and Roger, for all of their hard work and diligence that they have put forth over the last year, and all the more that I know that they're going to do in the upcoming year as well. Mike really goes very, very far out of his way to find the deepest, darkest cuts from the eShop for me to play and to torture me with. Roger does a masterful job of producing this podcast so that way it's easy on all of your ears and is really and truly the unsung hero of this entire production. As many of you know, we saw a lot of big growth this year. Our numbers went from non-existent, because there was no podcast, to being huge in the last seven months. That's all because of you, Gamerheads Nation, and your support. You guys have continued to grow and share this podcast, which makes it that much better than three other podcasts out there. In the upcoming year, you can expect us to continue to provide high-quality content like what we stick into your ear holes each and every week. Well, unless one of us is on vacation, not feeling good, at the cabin. All those many, many reasons. Needless to say, there are a lot of big and exciting things in store for us, and more importantly, for you, the nation. We've got some really large announcements coming up in the very, very near future as to ways that we will be expanding and upping our own creativity levels. Our numbers are strong, but we can always do better. This year, I'm looking into hiring a PR director for Gamerheads to really get that name out there for us and to make us the biggest podcast in the nation. Joe Rogan, we're coming for you. Gamerheads Nation, as always, we appreciate your support and your continued listening. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hey! Hey. (laughs) You gotta put some sound effects of, like, applause. Yeah. Sound effects in there. We're hiring a PR person, Phil. Yeah, of course. Everything that I say is true. I'm the president, damn it. Presidents don't lie. I figured you would have preferred a PBR person instead of a PR. No, I should get a PBR director, not a PR director. Good point. Oh man, that was a good speech, Phil. Like that was I was I brought a tear in my eye. I uh just one of them? (laughs) Just one. Just the just the left eye. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh good good speech there, Phil. Uh thank you for opening up our the first episode of the new year. Gamerheads, uh, very inspiring. So, thank you. No problem. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, 
Uh, so we actually have quite a bit to cover this week. Speaking of the first episode of the new year, we want to do some predictions and then games that we're looking forward to and games that we're playing. Uh, so before we jump into that, bef- before we jump into on the productions uh, pr- predictions, any, anything else anybody want to? Mike, do you have anything you want to get off your chest at all this this week before we? Come? Um, there is a Sonic Frontiers demo on the eShop. Oh, really? So if you're interested in trying out Sonic, you can get it on the eShop. Wow, I didn't know that. Is that the only place you can get a demo for that game? Can you get it on Game Pass too? A demo on the Game Pass? No, there's no demo on Game Pass. No, I don't know game if it's Pass, on Xbox as on well. Xbox? Is yeah, it? I don't know if you can get it on Xbox. I don't know. I don't know if it's on Xbox. All I know is it's on the Switch right now. Okay, just the demo. You mean right? just the demo? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that's cool, but isn't that like the the performance wise like the worst version of the game? Yeah, I don't that's know. Probably why there's yeah. a demo. It's yeah, like, hey, did you like this? Well, here's the better version. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny um yeah i don't really have anything else let's go into our predictions for 2023 uh do you guys have i guess we'll start by just talking about like what we think is going to happen the next year um mike do you have any predictions for the next year for 2023 yes i predict i'm going to be (laughs) disappointed in microsoft again oh really I don't think uh, so. Just in terms of Microsoft's first party releases. Yeah, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a big year for them. I think it's going to be a year of more delays. Mm. I have I a feeling know. Starfield is going to get delayed again. Absolutely yeah. not. You don't think so? Nah, it's a done deal at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, I, and I'm not sure. What else did they announce is that's supposed to come out this year? Redfall. Redfall. I, I see Redfall coming out yeah. do we actually count see... it as a first party title though even just because they own obsidian is it obsidian yeah bethesda so that makes it a first bethesda, party title yeah. not just a microsoft title i i mean at this point it kind of feels but that's it yeah yeah i don't know phil i mean i feel like diablo it's kind of hard it's kind of yeah diablo diablo 4 as long as those little yeah, sony but... fanboy bitches shut the fuck shut the hell up <laughs> Um, I caught myself. No, no, that's fine. Um, Damn right, it's fine. I'm the president. <laughs> that's true. That's mm. true. Have you ever addressed the nation before? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I, I hope that I hope there's not a de- lot of delays, Mike. Um, mm. but I can also see that happening as well. So we'll see. I guess. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just, yeah. I don't have a lot of faith right now. I love, I love my Xbox, but I don't yeah. have a lot of faith in Microsoft's first party offerings right now. Mm. Like they, they announced Perfect Dark, okay, they, they, but they, there's no gameplay. So, uh, same thing with Fable. Yeah, there's no gameplay mm-hmm. for Fable. Yeah, I think, I think they mentioned, I think I heard, heard that Control Two is being worked on, or no, Alan Wake Two is supposed to come out, but that's not even a Microsoft. No. So, I don't know. I don't see anything exciting. It's not a Microsoft, Microsoft exclusive yet. Right. Oh. Microsoft still has a lot of money to be thrown at these things. Yeah. True. So, um, do you want my other ones? Yeah, yeah. What other predictions do you have? Uh, I predict nin- Nintendo is going to announce their next either movie or series. Oh. 
Oh. And I think it's going to be Donkey Kong, so I think it's going to be a spin-off of the Mario movie. Okay. Um, in terms of games, I don't know. We're we're not, we're nearing the end of the life cycle. I'm I, there's going to be a direct within the next month. There always is. Yeah. And I swear the next person that I that says there's going to be a, a Metroid trilogy, I'm going to just drive <laughs> down to their house and punch their oh, oh i better hot not water heater or something better not say that in my <laughs> predictions no i'm just kidding I, that wasn't a prediction of mine so i'm just so sick of everybody saying oh yeah metroid yeah, metroid this metroid that and then it never happens like that's why aren't these leakers held accountable like nobody follows up with them <laughs> right yeah am, no, I, am I wrong like nobody no. look, nobody follows up hey dude it's been five months you're you're a total liar no no i said i i heard and that it was possible no you're just a liar do you yeah. think that that do you not think that they don't lose some credibility within the i don't man i almost called it a leaking community but that just sounded a little strange <laughs> the leak community, the leaking community. <laughs> amongst their fellow leakers do they not lose a little bit of credibility after they've they've cried wolf a handful yeah. of times like, i don't know I would think that just in general, Twitter and the internet, knowing the way that Twitter is, would automatically turn and crap on these people just for being that way and uh, for for not being at least moderately accurate throughout the course of it. I mean, they can make all the excuses they want, but when I when I when I suck at my job and I make excuses, it doesn't really change the fact that I that I that I sucked. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this is I mean that's the thing, right? Like a lot of these leakers are just kind of hidden behind, like walls. Yeah, are. Paywalls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it reminds me of that Simpsons episode. Like there was a Simpsons episode where the weather guy predicted it was going to be a snowstorm, but it didn't. But it, but there was no snow whatsoever. And they turned the news back on, and the weather guy's like, "Well, when you're right sixty percent of the time, you're going to be wrong forty <laughs> percent." Like I've always said, you mi- or a hundred percent of the shots you miss, you took. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. No, I was thinking like they're like hidden behind like, you know, handles like Twitter handles or, you know, online handles. Right. Like not real people like, you know, it's not it's not like journalists. So and so says this is going to happen. Right. Like you don't you know, it's more like Dark Shadow 2573 says Nintendo's going to be coming up with a brand new system this year. You know, that switch pro, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that rumor, right? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, the rumor is now that the Switch Pro was scrapped for the next generation uh, system that they're supposed to be coming out with. Like, that's that's the... So somebody has dispelled a rumor by starting another rumor. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a telephone. Yeah. We played that when we were kids, too. Yeah, that was a good game. No, I feel like that one was... I don't remember who said that one, but that was... Uh, that was actually by a group, I think, actually. But anyway. But I mean, most times, isn't that how how uh, those leakers are? And then they just kind of disappear into the shadows? <laughs> really have to find a different yep. term for them. Yeah, than I leakers. Others, I I'm just going to sit here and giggle to myself all night because I'm a 12-year-old. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, any other predictions, Mike? These are not much so much predictions as they are hopes and dreams. Oh, but okay. I'll I'm, take those two. I'm predicting... That Capcom announces a remake of the original Resident Evil. Okay. And I'm also predicting slash hoping that they announce Mega Man 12. Oh, that's interesting. That's a, like that would be an interesting one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mega Man 11 didn't 
do so hot, did it? No, it did well. It did? Okay. Yeah, it sold well enough. Did you play it? Do you like it? I didn't play it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's on your, your it's backlog. On my backlog. Yeah, 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 it's part of my You own it. You own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I own uh, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are cool. Uh, any other predictions, sir? That is all I got. Very good predictions. What about you, Phil? Do you have any predictions for 2023? Well, Mike stole my first prediction with the game's going to be delayed, so I'm just going to go ahead and put that okay. one on the back burner. Uh, my second prediction is that Rockstar is going to announce something this year that is not related to Grand Theft Auto V. Oh. I think right. they're finally due to actually come out and say something and uh, and really stick to it because it's it's been a while since we've seen anything from Rockstar that has just not been a GTA V port. And I'm not saying that to... to poop on on rockstar because i love gta 5 and i love most of rockstar's games but i uh i think this is going to be there they kind of outright say something if it's not even a gta 6 and where the location is it i don't think it'll be the sequel to bully that everybody's crying for but uh i don't know what it is but i think rockstar is actually going to finally announce something this year hmm yeah I, I would also like to predict that the Legend of Zelda, the new Wind Waker, nope, not Wind Waker, holy hell, what year is it? <laughs> um, Tears of the fanboy. Yes. <laughs> that the new Zelda game is going to come out and it's going to score perfect tens and everybody's going to love it and I will never play it. That is my bold prediction. Yeah, it's pretty bold there. Did, you, didn't play, you didn't play Breath of the Wild? Either? Yeah, I did. I put about 40 hours into it and I okay. didn't. Okay. It didn't blow my mind like it blew everybody else's mind. I thought it was okay, okay, but there's, I think there's better open world exploration games out there with non-breakable weapons. Yeah, yes, the I breakable weapons. True complaint about it, but it was, it really turned me off. Do you think that the next game will have breakable weapons in it, or do you think they'll remove that? Um, I think it'll still have breakable weapons in it because they were such a not a critical part of the first one, but such a. a a part of the first one. It kind of kept yeah. everything fresh for those that enjoyed it, where you had to continuously scramble for weapons. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, uh, cool. I also think that we're finally going to get a new Gears of War game announced, just to crap on Mike's prediction. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying announced. It's not going to come out yet. Announced. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be somewhere down the road, but I, I, I feel as though we're about due for one of those, too, especially since five ended on such a cliffhanger that we've had zero follow-up and zero anything that has been looking like it's moving forward and i'm assuming that they were doing something working on the new hardware for the series s and series x and they're going to have something to show off i'm not going to say it's at e3 but at some point mm. and that's going to make me happy cool i think blizzard is going to get their heads out of their asses and lower the price of overwatch skins because 20 and 25 dollars for skin <laughs> is ridiculous <laughs> That might also be a hope and a prayer, though. Mm. Uh, but outside of that, I think those are my my big predictions. And uh, I'll get a I'll, be, I'll get a PS Five this year. That's my other prediction. Oh wow! Oh. I just read that uh, that the shortage is pretty much non-existent now. Yeah, there's been times that like Sony's put up that they're selling them directly through them, and they'll still have them even like three four hours later. So they're not selling out right away anymore, or even yeah. within an hour's worth of time. So. I think yeah. we'll start seeing them actually on shelves in the very, very near couple of weeks or months. Cool. Those are uh, those are some good predictions as well. Uh, for myself, uh, I predict that I, I was going to say the same thing. I think that the Tears of the Kingdom is going to score all tens, and people are going to love it, and it's going to be the new standard for uh, a lot of people for open world. <laughs> I'm shaking. Uh, 
Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. Um, you I <laughs> no, I just figured you were. Um, and I also predict that I think it won't come out this year, but I do think that there'll be a new Mario game announced this year. I could see that. Well, they need they do need a big November game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to come out, but I bet you they'll say, hey, guess what we have coming ne- out, out next year. That's my guess. I don't know. Um, what else do I predict? Um, I don't know. I think I think it'll be I actually think that E3 is going to be a huge success coming back. I think people are going to be super excited about that. And uh, and this new format that they're running with is going to be hugely successful. So I'm, I am excited for that because uh, I have plans to go, which will be also very cool. And I think that's pretty much... Uh, I, I, I Yeah, I guess that's all my predictions this year. I don't really have that many predictions. I guess I'm not as... I don't know. Oh, I I don't know. I mean, I, do you do you? I also kind of I know that they're kind of toying with this, but I do think that we'll see more of this. That uh, Game Pass will be uh, more of a streaming service uh, outside. Of, I know they're already doing this, but they're hmm. gonna focus on that outside of the game system. You don't think that's gonna happen? I think that's gonna happen. No, I'm just bullying if it goes more so to cloud based than being able to physically not oh. you can't physically download well you can physically download something. Yeah, I'm sick with my previous statement. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like that's the direction. And I know that isn't aren't there some TVs already that they're kind of piloting piloting as a like, hey, this comes with Game Pass, but I think you, it's gonna you be can on mine. App. You the can new Samsung. Mm-hmm. The new Samsung's Mine's a Vizio and it's got it on it because the app pops up all the time as something. Oh, it does. Yep. Okay. Well, then I guess my predictions came true. Look at that. I win. <laughs> <laughs> Quickest turnaround ever. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I just feel like it's interesting, though, because like the failure of Stadia. Um, you would think that people would start shying away from that, but I don't know. I just feel like. And I, I also don't know if if Google really put a whole lot of effort into the Stadia. I, you know, it's too but bad. Also, isn't this a case more so of a case as opposed to Stadia? Of most uh, most people with Game Pass actually already having a Microsoft, having an Xbox already there, so now they can like play it on the ga- on the go. And I was trying to say on the fly, but it didn't quite come out that way. Um, or like if they're on the road and they're sitting in a hotel or something, then they can actually stream their Microsoft games yeah. to their PC or their laptop or their phone or whatever, I think is more so of the focus on that than, than trying to reinvent the wheel and go to strictly, uh, just strictly streaming. Like, like uh, I almost called it a wheel. Wow. I am so out of <laughs> <laughs> State of the Union really took a lot out of me. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. The yeah. 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 I think that's a good point because I mean, Game Pass is a very established uh products right and i don't think they're hoping or that maybe they are hoping that people are buying game pass with the thought that they can just stream from their tv with their membership or stream on their tv with their membership or on their phone or whatever i think it's just kind of like an added benefit more than anything else yeah yeah that's also coming from me who's a microsoft apologist so yeah yeah do you do you uh 
do you find yourself i mean do you stream to your like p not your pc but to like your smart devices or anything like that um i've used my laptop when i've been on road trips and i'm sitting in a hotel to play games yeah yeah except the fact that hotel internet is always so so bad that the lag is rancid but Hmm. it's at least serviceable where if a group of people are say playing Fortnite or something i can jump on and play Fortnite with them and not do very well but that's kind of of (laughs) (laughs) um yeah anyway those are my i don't know bold predictions i don't know if they're so bold but i i do think the mario one might be might be pushing it i don't know we'll see i'd be excited i mean it feels like well we are due for mario game because i mean the last one came out when breath of the wild came out so do we not count uh, Bowser's Fury? Yeah, come on. No. I, don't, I don't think so. I, I because it's a it's a is it it's not even a remake? It's basically DLC, yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. counting it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Then yeah, we're due. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Well, now that that's done, um the good night, everybody. Thanks for thanks for listening. Um I wanted to look forward to the games that are coming out in January because um, we didn't do this last week. Oh, and I really thought into this one. What was that? I said I didn't put any thought into this. one. Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. I mean, I put a lot of thought into it. Oh, OK. Uh... <laughs> it's OK. Neither did many of the video game companies. Ooh. <laughs> um, I guess, Phil, I guess we'll start with you then. What games oh, are perfect, you looking forward I'm still to? Googling yeah. It. yeah, yeah. OK, fine. Mike, Mike. Hi. We'll, we'll start with you. What games are you looking forward to in January? There are two games that I'm looking forward to oh, in two. January, and I and oh, I two. wish that I had um, a list of that's that's the problem with because I am really like loving indie games a lot more than I am AAA titles. Yeah, like I'm finding much more enjoyment with them. But I digress. Um, so I don't know what a whole lot of indie you know that's you know indie games that come out it's usually like the week they come out i'm like oh this game looks cool i'll have to look into it yeah um but there is one game or two games that i'm looking forward to and they kind of actually go on the kind of different ends of the uh, gaming spectrum um the first one is uh obviously dead space remake yeah gotta get that Roger, I'm sure you feel the same way. No, I'm not going to buy that. But yeah, I mean, no, I think you should get it for sure and stream it and I can watch you. Yeah. (laughs) The Dead Space, uh, the original Dead Space, the very first time I noped uh, out uh, into turning (laughs) the lights on. (laughs) I I was and I remember this very specifically. I was walking down an aisle. The lights were flashing uh, or walking down uh, not an aisle, a, a hallway. The lights were flashing. And I saw a creature like run past the uh, the T intersection of that hallway, and I'm like, nope, I'm turning <laughs> the lights on. So I played the rest of the game with the lights on. So nice. Uh, nice. So I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what this does for me this time. Did you um Did you play the Callisto Project or Protocol? Not yet. Okay, but you do it's own it. It's part of my right? backlog. Okay, I do okay, own it. It's part okay, of my backlog. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that one, and then on the opposite end, I am looking forward to playing the new SpongeBob game. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I always love a good 3d platformer, um, collectathon. I looked up. Well, it's there. It's there, Phil. It's on the list I looked up. I don't know, but it's there. 
What's where? On the <laughs> list. Oh, the SpongeBob one? Yeah, it comes yeah. out at the end of the month. Yeah. The Cosmic Shake. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to get to that, too. Um, okay. Because it's just, you know, I, I love the classic uh, late 90s, early 2000s style of 3D uh, platformers. Yeah. That's so. cool. And then uh, any any indie games that I can't think of right now. Uh, Phil, are you still... Um... I'm all over this, man. I've I've got okay. this. Moment. Oh, you got it. Okay, all right, maybe. Right. What do you oh, got, yeah. Phil? Look at that SpongeBob, the Cosmic Shake. Uh, yeah. Really, at the first list that I looked at, the only one that did really you just stood not out believe to me. me? Was... No, I did. I just pulled up a different <laughs> list in case there was something else that I didn't see. Well, now I want an iPhone too because there's something called Pocket Card Jockey right on. Yes. Oh yeah, that's 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 that a 3DS really, game. Yeah, and that, it was, and it's one of those like it's a Game Freak game. The 3DS. Game Freak made that game. Don't have an iPhone. I'm not part of that cult. Um, oh, it's what? So get it on your 3DS. <laughs> yeah, get it on your 3DS. What the hell is wrong with you two? You guys don't have a 3DS? <laughs> Wait, no, that you game don't is have really... a 3DS? No. That game is really good. at this day and age? I'm still playing my Game Gear. Well, that's fair. Uh, you should... You, that game is really good, though. And uh, is it just a port to the iOS? Is that really what it is? what it is? The... Pocket yeah, card Jackie so. Rise or something? Rise again or something like that, right? It looked that way from Rise of the Jockeys. Rise of the Jockeys. Yeah. I hate it when my jockeys rise. <laughs> <laughs> A ride on. It's called Ride On, not Rise of the Jack. It's called Ride On. Um no, Rise of the Jockeys. It sounds a lot more serious. It does. Um no, that game is really good though. It is it is uh one of the best solitaire games. Have you played this game, Mike? It's in oh, my okay. backlog. Okay, okay. I have it. You do? It's okay. A, no, I don't actually. I don't know. Okay. I, I probably should pick it up before the eShop closes. Yeah, you should, because that is, seriously, that is a gem on the 3DS. I am not joking. That game is really good. I don't know why they don't bring that to the Switch, because that game is really good. Anyway. Uh, Phil, is that really on your list? Because that game is a good game. It would have been if I owned an iPhone, but I don't. Yeah. Really, okay. It's not. Uh, really, the only thing that looks as though it's going to uh, tickle my fancy is going to be Dead Space, which Mike's already talked about, because, you know, okay. survival horror space, good times, good stuff. Yep. Nice. Um, so for myself, um, the first one that uh, caught my attention is uh, Fire Emblem Engage, because I'm a fan of Fire Emblem, and that looks to go back to its roots, and I'm excited about that. Wait, what system is that on? <laughs> it's on the Switch, of course. What? No. Why'd you say it was on the end gauge? <laughs> no, Fire Emblem nice. engage, engage, engage. Yeah, Fire. Yeah, the end gauge, the the, the mobile is. video game system no, that came out in no. two thousand and one. Fire Emblem engage, like yeah. as an engage. No, no, the game is called engage. Gamerheads Nation, we are now a show that talks about <laughs> dead consoles because we have had an Ouya and an engage reference. Yes, here. that's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, and I mean, technically a 3DS, I guess, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally butcher the name of this, and uh, maybe you guys can help me with this one. But Inkalati? Uh, yes, Inkalati. Oh, the yeah. game looks really good. I don't. Know that looks really. About it. it just looked like something that you might enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, the artwork is really cool. It's like somebody drawing the characters and 
um like the old uh medieval kind of manuscript kind of drawing it looks really mm-hmm. neat it looks like a really really cool game and i think that is a i think that is a uh i think it's on game. the series i think it's on the series s and x as well it's not just a switch game yeah it is yeah uh and xbox one too but not piece not uh no pc but not p uh playstation what about the end gauge yeah they thought about it they thought about it it's on the jaguar um, <laughs> anyway so those are the those are the games that i am looking most forward to in january um yeah on my list was not the dead space remake that that was not on my list so you should put it on the list no it's a fun game <laughs> i'm not playing that game good it's fun for the whole family yeah okay oh man that just reminds me do you remember phil uh, roger do you guys remember when Dead Space first came out and no, they did as part of their okay, I'll be quiet. No as part as part of their promotions of it, they sat grandmas down in front of the game. I what? do remember that, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, that was a, that was some good marketing. And like the grandmas are watching it and they're like, This is terrible. What? Yeah. Like terrible it, because they were scared or terrible because they just didn't like the idea or the a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'm sure it's on YouTube. Listeners, be sure to check out YouTube and look up Dead Space Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will look that up after. I don't know why that just it. popped into my head, but, you know. That's funny. There it is. Um, well, let's talk about games we're currently playing then. Since we didn't talk about this last week, I know you guys had quite a few games that you're playing. Um, uh, Mike, do you want to start us off with what games you're playing? Yeah. Um, so I've been, you know playing the same two games that <laughs> I play, and that's once again i'm blaming phil for this uh so i'm playing uh vampire survivors some more yeah, and yeah. uh i can't get enough of it i'm loving every second of it as always i actually can i give away like i don't even know if it's a spoiler or not but I don't know if I want to give it away. We know I, the but game I is did... two months old at this point and a year old on Steam. So okay, so I killed. Uh, so I killed uh, Death. Oh, you did! Nice job. I was very excited, and then <laughs> and then Super Death showed up. <laughs> oh God! And that made me less happy. <laughs> How did you kill Death? Because Phil told me he killed Death twice now too, and I will say yes. Death just. The moment I saw death, he just like killed me. He's like, like see inst- yeah, yeah, like his death tends to do. The key yeah. is to have a freezing weapon. If you don't have a freezing weapon, you're screwed. Okay. Well, yeah, the freezing weapon. So yeah, you want the freezing weapon, but you also want to get um, the crimson shroud. I think it's called. Yeah. And that's if you get. I think it's if you get the 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 gold and the silver rings, and you mm. level them both up all the way. Okay. And what that does is every uh, every time it explodes around you it halves um the all the enemy's health oh so it got to a point where i had the um the time freeze the clock i had that and the crimson shroud so all that kept happening was death would just keep freezing and i would just oh. would, just i would just sit there and be like come on come on come on come on come on yeah i did it wait who's that <laughs> <laughs> Revive. And then it was game over. Hmm. But I unlocked um, locks, unlocked some really good stuff, and I'm still working on all the thousands and thousands of unlockables. So 
or hundreds and hundreds, but a lot of unlockables. Yeah. I know. I just, I just, um, there was a couple of new characters that just unlocked for me and I was like, what? I thought I unlocked them all. And now there's more characters I can play as. So yep. I was a little surprised by that. Was in, I don't, I asked Phil this. I thought I, well, maybe I asked you both this. Is the panda from the DLC? Cause I've been playing as a no. panda. Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Panda's regular. Okay. Plain is the panda. Yeah. You use the same character more than once. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I play I play as uh, you know I played as the uh, the wizard character with the little like uh, diamond thing, the mm-hmm. starting weapon that that was my main that I played with all the time, and then I started branching out. But I was playing with that person a lot. Huh. Once I hit like the level thing, the unlockable for the level, I move on to the next one. And I work just have been. Well, I'm almost done, but working my way down, like hitting level 80 with so and so, or hitting level 50 with so and so, or surviving 30 yeah. minutes with so and so. Like, I just burn through the characters one right after another. Granted, I've got mm. my main that I go to and I'm actually trying to accomplish things, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah. And then I... wait till you start unlocking the secret, secret characters once you unlock the Book of Secrets and you have to do certain things within levels to get these characters. Oh, yeah, oh, the Book of boy. Secrets. I only yeah. Wait, that's, I think uh, wait, I love the Book of Secrets. Is that so? I I there was a coffin in a room, and when I um when I opened it, they said uh, the vampires in a different castle or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now I have this other person join my group. Is that is that part of the Book of Secrets or no? Nope. The first five levels oh, okay. have all got coffin, or the first four levels have all got coffins in them, which have oh, all have okay. unlockable characters. Yeah, okay. the, in okay. the Book of Secrets, it basically you it's a way obviously to unlock more stuff, but it doesn't give you much direction. It says it, give, it gives you like a hint mm-hmm. of how of how to unlock the oh secrets. Oh my gosh, this is such a great game! Yeah. Five dollars, Phil. Mm-hmm. Wow, this game I'm is not so going good. off again. Last week I used up my, <laughs> my entire square word bank when I discovered the game was five dollars. <laughs> And they're going to keep putting DLC yeah. out for it. If it's yeah. the first piece of DLC, it's a $2 piece of DLC. So yep. bring one every other month and I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, but did you... Um, I, I, I also read that they are going to continue to bring out new content for Game Pass mm-hmm. um, and continue to support that. And then the other thing I, I, I read was that they when they brought out to mobile, they wanted to make sure... And I could have gotten this wrong, but I thought I read this, that they, uh, they didn't work with like... A, a, they didn't want it to be like a gotcha type thing, right? So right. they, uh, I think they went for gone working with a mobile group and just did it themselves, right? Nice. Did I read that correctly? I think I so. I don't know. I don't read. Well, <laughs> I think so. Um, but I love this game so much too. Like this, and I, so I good. think as a prediction, they'll, I think they'll announce it for Switch. I think so too. It'll, it'll be announced. It'll be announced. And I'm actually going to take it a step further. It'll be announced at a, at a uh, Nindy Direct with a shadow drop of that same day. Oh yeah, I can see that. And I it'll be in the Game of the Year discussion at the end of the year. That's my predictions for the Switch. We got to get Barry on the horn to get this on. Uh, yeah, premium edition games. Yeah, for sure. Although I I lost all my. Uh, credibility with him actually no wait no wait what am i talking about it's the other way around he lost all his credibility well, with me yeah by poo-pooing on ski sniper oh that's so funny you know what's funny about that he brought that what's up that? on his own podcast oh what did he say he better not have bad mouthed me he just said that it was just funny that was one of his favorite moments and the fact that that was brought up 
Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, that was very funny. <laughs> um cool uh, so you mentioned two games so that was vampire survivors what was the yep. other game uh, i continued playing high on life um, oh nice yeah didn't get much further um and that's uh well okay so i took out the next boss mm-hmm. uh so the or the next bounty i should say so i took out that bounty and um the rest of my time was spent watch, uh, finishing Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was just so absurd. Like That's I had funny. to watch it. Like it was just, it was just so crazy. Like I, all right. You know, like congratulations. That's, that was an interesting movie, but I just, I love how it was set up. It was just so surreal to me to be watching an entire movie within a video game. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, uh, wow. But I'm still enjoying it. You know, it's uh it's a fun game. What the hell yeah. just happened? My headphones just quit staticking. They've been staticking for the last thirty six minutes and now all of a sudden they're nice and clear. Oh. Okay. oh. Glad I could help. Yeah. <laughs> uh anything else, Mike? Uh, let me think. Let me think. No a little a uh, little bit of uh Shredder's Revenge. Um, but that's it. Uh, what about you, Phil? What have you been playing? Um, well, I've obviously been playing Vampire Survivors. Um, what am I? I've only got like eight things left to unlock out of the list of 157. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Good job. So I put a G-G. little bit of work in. I think, what did I send you guys a picture of? I hit level 170 in one of my runs yeah. the other day. That's um, crazy. I, again, just adore the game. I'm not going to go off too heavily on it. Outside of that, I wasted a small chunk of my life that I'm never going to get back playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Oh, oh yeah? You didn't like it? Um, I really wanted to like it. I played it with my girlfriend on New Year's Eve. Not New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, actually, New Year's Eve has happened now. Hi. Um, so we played it on Christmas Eve for probably two hours, and we're both very, very accustomed to the old school style of Lego game where it's kind of level-based and action-based, where this is almost... Um, not to use the phrase Grand Theft Auto, but it's more open worldy exploration-y than it is oh. like just banging through levels, which I don't think either one of us were in the mood for. And if I was probably a little bit more patient with it, I might have had a better time with it. But then I also discovered that they've got, I don't know what kind of bricks there. I'm going to call them platinum bricks just because I don't remember. And there's like 1,200 of the damn things. Oh, wow. And I'm a yeah. sucker for collecting things to 100% in games, and I'm not grinding out 1,200 little platinum bricks that are just randomly scattered throughout everything and some of these worlds are kind of big and you got to incorporate obviously as with all lego games different characters to do different things and have them work side by side in tandem but it just and maybe it didn't help that i started at the beginning i was playing the phantom menace but i don't actually think that's the problem because i don't hate the phantom menace as much as others do Mm. um it does a good job of making fun of jar jar so i was okay with that (laughs) like the cutscenes are cute and adorable and well done but it's just it seems overly ambitious for what a Lego game typically is. And so, I, in my opinion, it fell a little bit flat. Hmm. Uh, well, that's interesting. Because that was on my list of things I wanted to play over the holidays, and I, I didn't get a chance to. I'm kind of glad I didn't then. No, you might enjoy it more than I did. Like I said, I was being kind of picky about the entire thing. I was just expecting a different experience than the one that was given to me. Okay. Uh, um, any, anything else? Yeah, outside of that, I started this little game called The Callisto Protocol. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I need to know. I have heard 
All right. Okay. So if you don't mind me just hijacking your <laughs> hijack away, man. Ask questions. Uh, I'm only like two, two and a half hours into it though. So I can't answer a ton of questions, but I at least have a good feel for how the game works. The complaints that I heard about it have to mainly have to do with it. Um, with the, with the controls in terms of the dodging mechanic mm-hmm. and like protecting yourself. And it's just like so different that it's like a turnoff. I wouldn't call it a turnoff, but it definitely takes some getting accustomed to, especially when you're like trying to dodge, dodge melee and you don't know if your melee is going to be blocked or not, but that's all part of like hand to hand combat, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're fighting somebody, you don't know if they're going to block or if they're going to punch you. So you just kind of got to roll with it. Granted, most of the mail, whenever you're being attacked, it's pretty well telegraphed. So you know which way to go, at least early on it is. I'm sure there's going to be bosses throughout the course of it that it won't be quite as predictable. But it's a unique mechanic that took some getting used to. That's for sure. Um, once you get the gun, because I, I shouldn't say recently, but about an hour ago, not an hour ago today, but in gameplay time, got the gun. And then you can kind of bring that into play with it as well, where if you get an opening, you've got the opportunity to hit uh, left trigger and right trigger to to put like a finishing blow into him after you've meleeed him a handful of times. Uh-huh. And like a little icon will pop up with a with a reticle. How do you say that word? Is it reticule or reticle or? Um, dot. Okay, little Amy and I come <laughs> Next up, kids, we're going to discuss the word cachet. Cachet <laughs> or cash? Um, yeah, so it, it keys you in when you've got that opportunity to take that shot and you can hit it and you typically finish them off with it as well. Um, you got more questions? Um, is it fun? Um, fun. I still got my copy is wrapped up, so I can return it. <clears throat> so it's really pretty. It's very uh, environmentally creepy. Mm-hmm. The gameplay is pretty tight, but at times it does feel a little bit sluggish. I heard the guy's really slow. Yeah, he's a he, he's plodding, <laughs> man. He definitely plods. Um, the gameplay, like I said, is tight. It's super creepy that way. I have not experienced one of those, oh, shit, I need to turn on the light moments yet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's just kind of this overwhelming boating sense that something's going to be there, but as to of right now, that something hasn't been there. Like, as far as, like, something that's going to come out of the, jump out of the dark at you. But there's, there'll be moments where, like, grades will fall off of the ceiling or you'll hear something rattling in the background. The soundtrack and the, the sound is absolutely wonderful. Hmm. It's uh, got really good ambient sounds and it really adds on to that entire vibe of being inside of this now-taken-over prison. But as of right now, like the genuine scare factor hasn't been there. Okay. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's definitely an homage to Dead Space. That's for damn sure. You can feel as you're playing it. Like it feels exactly like Dead Space for the most part. And that's not a terrible thing. Um, I know some people's complaints was it feels too much like Dead Space, but I I wouldn't say it feels too much like Dead Space because I, I think Dead how Space that, had like the jump scare thing a little bit more or better. How is that a bad thing if it That's feels too saying. much like Dead Space? Like it's I don't know, it's set in space and guns and there's things that are in like corridors and stuff, which okay, oh. cool. That means Dead Space is just an alien ripoff, which is just a ripoff of you know, <laughs> you just keep cycling further and further back. Gotcha. Uh, I've enjoyed the time that I put in with it though so far. Okay. What difficulty are you playing it on? Uh knowing me, medium. Okay. Because I yeah I feel guilty if I don't play it on medium, but I've I've heard like it's much more enjoyable if you play it on um, the easy setting. Well, that's because those people are. What was your phrase from a couple of weeks ago? Little bitches. Wow. 
Wow. Sorry. Actually, everybody, play at your own space, your pace <laughs> and speed. If you're there to enjoy the story, play it on easy and just enjoy your time with the game. It'll keep you from wanting to throw controllers at your television, and it'll make you much more happy. Yeah. I, I, I'd yell at you for insulting me, but considering you're my boss, I'd, yeah, I'd be yeah. insubordination. So I was using I'll your just, phrase. I'll just keep my bitch-ass mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bitch-ass mouth, Mike. <laughs> my little bitch-ass mouth shut. Uh, that's funny. No, I honestly uh, have nothing against people playing things on easy. Just for my own preference, I play everything on medium. If it gets to the point where something, if I'm playing something on medium and it's really beating the hell out of me, okay, fine, whatever. Then I'll go back and I'll dial it down a notch, but it's been a long time since I've done that. And I should probably do it more frequently now that I think about it, because I'm really not that good at video games as my Overwatch rank always reminds me. (laughs) Yeah, but you said that's all screwed up anyway. So so screwed up. Yeah. Uh, And Overwatch 2, right? You've been playing some of that more. Yep. New season started. There's now a... Actually, they just had an event start today, which is an eight versus eight, not team deathmatch, but a free-for-all deathmatch that it kind of incorporates gods into it, like some of the characters' skins are god-based, and now their weapons have got kind of god powers attached to them in this eight versus eight, but again, $20 skins and shit. Who cares? Yeah. Cool. Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, uh, oh, yes. Nope, I didn't actually start it. I just downloaded it, so I won't talk about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for myself, um, obviously some more Vampire Survivors because that game's awesome, and I'm not thanks as good. A lot, as... Phil. What? What? So that was saying <laughs> thanks to Phil. Oh yeah, thanks to yeah, thanks to Phil. Um, I'm not as far as either of you. I think my best run so far was like level 90 that was yesterday actually 90 is a good run yeah that's when death killed me i have runs Uh, that finish at like 78 and 80 sometimes and that's with death killing me it just depends on what i've got equipped and what level it is because some of the levels uh like just the final three minutes are just super tough enemies that come at you that you just can't mow through so you just don't rack up those levels in that kill count like you should yeah like you feel like you should i should say yeah uh, the the run I had yesterday, I had garlic on, and I had the uh, the Bible, the uh, King's Bible, like mm-hmm. the highest evolve uh, mm-hmm. evolution of it, where it's just constant. And then he was, and there was the panda, so he was throwing out cherry bombs or cherry blossom bombs, I guess, mm-hmm. or something, right? Yep. And uh, and then I had this really weird. So I was, I love the bird that you know shoots off all that stuff, right? And yeah. then. I had a crow or something like a black, mm-hmm. a yeah. black bird yeah. there, and, and that leveled oh. them both up together. Yeah, yeah, you got to do that. Once you do that, boom. yeah, it was amazing. It was so good. It was so cool. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna like get into the hundreds. It's gonna be amazing. It's my first time breaking into a hundred level. And then death came, and I was like, what's this? Who's this guy? Plop killed me. And yep. I was like, oh, oh, you're death. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but it's really it's it's really cool how like you accidentally find out so much stuff that yeah like, yeah well, I love then, that yeah once I you unlock that, like yeah. the grimoire or the grimoire because I'm not pronouncing anything properly tonight because I don't the grimoire really the grimoire <laughs> grimlock uh, it'll actually show you what things you can combine to make what too right yeah yeah I have that I have that that's cool it is cool like yeah I love that um yeah. I, I love this game a lot. It's so addicting and it's, it's gorgeous. I just love this game. Mm-hmm. 
the other game that I've been playing, and you can actually read our review of that on our site at GamerHeadsPodcast.com, is Sale Fourth. And this is Sale Third. <laughs> Uh, so this game was a shadow drop right before Christmas. Um, it was part of the indie house games, like when they were doing the N- N- Nintendo was doing the, um, like the I forget what they called it, like the House of Indies, I think it was called Treehouse, Loud House. <laughs> no, I think it was called House of Indies, and then like every day, the last week of right before Christmas, every day was. Hey, here's like two games that are out now and two games that are coming out in the future. Oh, okay. And uh, and then Sale Forth was one of the games that was like, here's one of the games that's out right now, and it is fantastic. I love it. It's this uh, this game. You are it, it. It's a sailing game. Uh, and Phil, you would know this. I'm not a big fan of like underwater sailing? games. <laughs> what? No. Like you know, like sailing, like boating. Um, and I'm not a big fan of water games because I'm always afraid of what's lurking underneath. Because, as you know, when we played uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, I did not like that that house. Oh, yeah. um, I actually but... think it's a pretty well-known fact that you don't like water games and water sports. <laughs> I think you mentioned it on this podcast more than once, too. I may have. Um, but this one I'm really liking a lot. So um, it starts off, you're, you wake up uh, on a boat in the middle of the ocean on a little boat and you don't really know what's going on and how you got there. Uh, and you sail along, you find somebody else stranded and they said, Hey, can we join you? And you bring them aboard and you start finding resources, which is planks, wood planks in the game is, is basically the resources. And you can use that to either upgrade your ship uh, with new cannons or different kind of cannons, or you can buy new ships as well. And uh, and you start uh, just exploring and you sail around. It's pretty relaxed for the most part. There's fishing. There's uh, photography in the game. Um, it's all procedurally generated. So each run is going to be a little bit different. Or every time you play this game, I should say, it's a little bit different. Um, new islands are discovered. So you can discover new islands. Um, then there's pirates. And the pirates are... Uh, pretty fun but they're pretty difficult too um and there's boss battles in the game so you might be going against a named pirate um and then there's a mystery that underlies all of that that you're trying to figure out what's going on here uh there's crafting mechanics as well and um and the fun part is that you can you can have up to four ships in your armada and you can name the ships and it's it's pretty cool. I will say that the the AI driving or fl- driving or sailing your other ships uh, don't do a really good job because huh. there's a couple times that they rammed into my ship and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Stop it. Hey, Einstein, I'm on your yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I really like this game a lot. It's it's really fun and um, and I and I said in my in my my review of the game, part of the charm is the fact that you as a player feel like you're uh, have a big part of the story, like how you play the game and like what you do uh, is, is part of the narrative and like how you play. I, I would say this with um, games like Fortnite or um, like even, even um, 
other games that are like uh, like Dark Age of Camelot. I don't know if anybody's ever played that or not. Um, but like multiplayer games where you uh, there is a story, but really the story is like where you're playing with your friends and like the epic tales that you tell afterwards and say, oh, this is what happened here. This is what happened here. I found that myself doing that with this game too with like oh i fought against this pirate i was telling my kids and then i like sailed around him and took out this named pirate it was so cool and i don't know it was just part of the part of the charm of this game is just the retelling of the epic things that you're doing you know in the game i i really like this game a lot it's fun um what's what's the so is it like is it like uh 3d or is it like mm -hmm. okay yeah Mm mm-hmm uh so like it's it's like wind waker it looks like wind waker that's the art style is very much like wind waker gotcha um so it's like over the shoulder third person 3d um yeah it's really it's a it's a really fun game and the ceiling is really well done um so there's different directions of the wind obviously and then you have to turn your sails to catch the right wind um but there's a meter that that helps with that as well um but I, yeah, I, I have to say this, there's there's a lot to this game. Even when I was like, oh, I pretty much like, I think I explored all this area. And then all of a sudden a new island pops up. And I was like, whoa, look at that. There's like a new area here I didn't even realize was here. And I already bought or fought the boss in this level. But I didn't realize there was more areas to explore. This is really neat. Um, yeah, I don't I can't say enough about this. Uh, good things about this game. It's really fun. So um, that's on the Switch that I'm playing. But I think it's on other systems, too. I think it's on Xbox as well and pc I'm not sure if it's on it's on playstation or not but damn it apparently i'm muted oh hey hi. Hi. Uh, hi i'd play that on the xbox it sounds like a lot of fun i like wind waker and sailing games it, are you being sarcastic no i'm dead serious i loved wind waker it's my favorite zelda really mm-hmm. oh yeah i think you'd like this game it's fun too all oh, because like the other th- fun thing is that i have a harpoon gun now and uh and with the harpoon gun you can shoot the the pirate ships or the enemy ships and like board their ships and, and, and attack them. That's pretty fun. Um, the other fun thing is like, it's open world. So like the, <laughs> the first thing that happened was I came across another ship and I was kind of just testing to see like where the boundary was where in this game. Um, but this guy, you know, I'm sailing along and he, he stops me and he's like, Oh, your, your, uh, your crew looks a little puny. Uh, you know, if you pay me 800 planks, I'll join your crew. And I was like, oh, really? We look puny? Well, how do you like this? And I fired my cannons, and uh, he fired back. But I kept firing, and I took him down, and he sank to the bottom of the ocean. And then I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad that I saved this guy. (laughs) (laughs) But you could do it. It wasn't intended for you to do that, but you could do that. And I was like, well, that's pretty awesome. Um. I will say I, I shared that on social media and then uh and then Todd Mitchell, who is uh who's a friend of the show, uh <laughs> he then he got the game and he was like, They were just being friendly. I can't believe he didn't do anything and you sank him. <laughs> and I was like, Well, I'd have no excuse. <laughs> I think he said, What is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, good I mean, if he didn't mouth off then you know he, that's he my point fish food right now that was my point like you know maybe he shouldn't have been so sassy he wouldn't be swimming with the fishes right now 
That's not my fault. He should have kept his mouth shut. Anyway. He's swimming and not sleeping with the fishes. That's true. Well, he might be sleeping with them now, too. Um, yeah, so those those are the games that I'm playing uh, currently. Um, then let's move on to our last segment. And this one is the Tales from the eShop. And Mike, do you have the game that we asked Phil to play? Oh, I got to repeat the name of that game, don't I? Okay, <laughs> here we go. So yeah. this game was oh, called... Yeah. Infected Run to Survive Zombie Apocalypse Survival Story Shooter Dead Cry. Holy crap, <laughs> I just abbreviated it Run to Survive in my notes and when I look for it on the actually I just typed in Infected Run when I grabbed it on the eShit. I mean shop. <laughs> <laughs> and here is the description, the official description. Run or die. Can you reach the final survival point? Along the way, you will meet numerous obstacles and difficulties. A game that sends you into the cruel world of the zombie apocalypse where the dead are teeming all around. A lot of weapons will help you get through the crowds of zombies. Some elements of parkour that are present in the game will make it easier for you to move towards the goal. A variety of maps and quests will not let you get bored. Also in our store, you can buy different types of guns from pistols to sniper rifles. We also have a little surprise for you in the form of a hand grenade that will easily clear the path in front of you. In this game, you can and should do anything in order not to stop and run, run, and run again to survive. Some of the uh, features. Beautiful graphics, interesting story, many locations, large selection of weapons, Thoughtful story with moments of intrigue. <laughs> oh, I love I love how they have two sections about the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Phil. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't oh. sound good. All right, the I, game I, looked good. The trailer made it, it look did. good. It did. It did. I didn't watch the trailer because um, I like to go into things blind because I'm a masochist apparently <laughs> so fire up the game of course press play first thing i noticed that there's five different levels for you to choose from don't remember the names of the levels so i'm like oh cool there's a lot of different places i'll start at the beginning because it seems like the right thing to do oh hold on i'm gonna back out and check the shop oh there's like some, say 16 different guns slash weapons for sale in the shop that's neato i'm gonna earn <laughs> me some gold pieces and do this so then i go and click at uh the forest stage one uh, and the first thing that I notice is that everything is based on three stars. The levels are, and I'm like, oh, there's going to be things to do that will get me my three stars that will advance everything. Nice. Cutscene starts playing, and it is choppy as Ooh. hell. Oh no! Very, very choppy. There's some audio involved, which I could barely make out. Um, couldn't really tell what was going on, except for a dude and his homie are in a car, and homie gets mauled by a zombie, and then guy starts to run! And then he kept running, and running, and running. What they don't tell you about infected run to survive zombie apocalypse damnation <laughs> from hell with a great super swell story is that it's an auto-running game. You can't not stop running. Oh. And so you run. 
Um, I only, in full confession, made it through three levels of the... What did I come up with as far as how many levels go? 25 levels in the game? Yeah, that, yep, 25 okay. levels in the game. I only played through three of the levels because I got very, very frustrated because, to me, this was a very not-so-fun game of playing... Is it a tree? Is that a shrub? <laughs> is it a flower? Or is it a zombie? Oh. You'll find out soon enough because you're running right at it. Oh. But you can move side to side, so you can kind of dodge out of the way of things. And there are openings that you can kind of veer for. You can grab some ammo packs as you're running as well. But the biggest problem, more than anything else, is that the controls are not very responsive. There would be more than one time I would click the shoot button and shooting would not happen. And next thing you know, I'm being eaten by a zombie. So I started shooting earlier, but it turns out if you shoot too early, you're not going to hit the zombie because it's too far away with your little pistol shooter. <laughs> so you got to kind of time it just right. You can slide, you can jump. I didn't really see the benefits in either of those, except when there was a small rock in my way, because again, all I played in was the first three levels of the five level forest section, and they all looked like, you guessed it, forest. <laughs> <clears throat> I, and about the halfway point of the level, because there's a little line at the bottom, I'd call it a map, but it's not a map. It's a line indicating how far you have ran in the level. About the halfway point, you hear somebody yell, freeze, drop your gun, or wait, wait, he's shooting, something along those lines. Then you keep running the end of the level, and then a loading screen pops up, which automatically starts at like 86%. Then you sit there for 30 seconds, and then it finishes loading. And then you move on. Well, actually, you don't move on to the next level. After you complete the level, it backs you all the way back out to the main menu. What? Then you get to go back into the story mode menu, re-click on forest, click on stage two. Oh, my God. Rinse, repeat, such on, so forth. Um, yeah, I had high hopes for it, but it was, it's an auto running zombie shooting game. Maybe if I would have bought a different level or weapon, I might've had a better time with it because maybe I just had such a janky ass pistol that my pistol didn't fire when I pressed the trigger and I had to squeeze the trigger four times. Oof. But, uh, yeah, great in concept and unfortunately a little flat in the execution. Well, that's too bad. So is it like 3d, like first person 3d? Yeah, it's a first-person shooter auto-runner. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, I did not expect it to be an auto-runner. Yeah. Although it, it does have the word run in the title, so maybe we should have. It also has the word cry in it, from what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend money on it, then yeah. <laughs> How much was this game? I think it was five bucks. But I mean, was that sale price or normal price? That was normal price. It wasn't on sale. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But I'm starting to think that every time I just play one of these garbage-ass games, I'm just going to randomly send somebody on my Xbox friends list a copy of Vampire Survivors, being like, this is what a $5 <laughs> game could be. I'm sorry I haven't talked to you in the last seven years. We haven't played games together since Gears of War 2. But uh, you should check out this $5 game if you haven't already. <laughs> Gee golly, every time that Phil plays a bad game, someone gets to play Vampire Survivors. Yeah, just to remind the world that there are good $5 games out there. <laughs> There's even good $1 games out there. Ding Dong XL for one. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> that is a good game. That is a good one. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Phil. Sorry that this game didn't... Uh... Oh, don't be sorry. It's part of my presidential duties is to have to deal with the... Uh, have to wade through the cesspool of filth known as the eShop to... <laughs> Make sure that other people don't make the same mistake that I get. Uh, Mike, do you have uh, do you have two games for him this week? Um, or just one? Yeah. Well, I got. Do. What's that? You have? Do you have the 
door one and door two? Yeah, I'll take door number one and door number two. Okay. All right. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, there's two doors, Phil. <laughs> oh, I have to pick the door. You have to pick the door. Uh, sorry, I was going with, do I want what was behind door number one or do yeah. I want to wait and see what was behind door number two? That's oh, that's... I lost track. Well, that's right. Yeah, I'll do that. That's right. I, yeah, it's a new segment. I'm, I'm forgetting. All right, so this game that I got picked for you this week, uh, it's actually, it's on sale, which is why I picked it, for $2.99. Uh, it's on sale until January 13th. This one also goes along with that horror motif. Uh, this game is called The Church in the Darkness. Ooh. In the late 1970s, the charismatic Isaac and Rebecca Walker lead the collective justice mission. Labeled radicals and feeling persecuted by the U.S. government, they relocate their followers to the one place they believe they can create a utopia, the jungles of South America. There they build Freedom Town. This but relatives like... left behind in the U.S. become worried. What exactly is going on at this compound in the jungle? You play as Vic, an ex-law enforcement officer who has yes. snuck into Freedom Town to check on his nephew, Alex. Whether you choose stealth or violence, you must infiltrate the commune. Oh, that figure sounds out, fun. Yeah, figure out what's going on within and locate your nephew before it's too late. How dangerous are the walkers? How far will you go to uncover the truth and save Alex? Could it all have turned out differently? <clears throat> wow. This sounds pretty decent. I got to, you know, you got to get like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Can I can I ask what 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 the presentation of the game is? Uh it's a uh, isometric. Okay. So vampire survivors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really appreciate you breaking that down in the dumbest possible terms for me, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not straight over the over the. It's kind of like yeah, like a a three quarters. Angle. Yeah. Um, man, I'm intrigued by this game. I'm intrigued by the concept of this game. My one turnoff is the word stealth because I don't do stealth very well. Mm. Well, you don't have to. You can just come in there with blazing guns. Yeah, but and... then it all just goes to hell. We've seen that in however many countless movies. And me playing Metal Gear. <laughs> and Tenchu. And every other game oh, yeah. involves stealth. Tenchu. Like, I, just, I, I just I suck at stealth. Um, yeah. Yep. You know what? I'm going to do it, though. Okay. Because you, you got me with a cult. All okay. Right. <laughs> all right. So what was uh, what was door behind door number two? Door number two was a game for $1.99, also on sale in the eShop. A, um, this Were is one of those hardcore um, pixel platformers, a game called They Bleed Pixels. Oh! Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's a good one. Shut up, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe the other one you've st- stuck with is a good one, but... They bleed pixels is very. It's dollar ninety nine. Roger, yep. let's put it this way: one of the two games you had heard of, <laughs> the other game you haven't. There's probably a reason why you haven't heard of the game you haven't heard of. <laughs> well, it could be new. I don't know. Yeah, could be, but still, no. Been it's a, been out for a while. Okay. On somebody's radar somewhere. It's true. Oh, I think I might have to go buy They they Bleed Pixels. Well, great. Why don't you review it next week and post how great it is? Well, actually, if we're gonna if, if we're gonna get sponsorship for this, I do have to call out that they bleed pixels. If it's not already available, it is coming if it check premium edition games because it yeah. is mm-hmm. 
one of their games that they it are is. distributing. It is, yeah. Huh. See, if you well, want a physical version, I mean, if yeah. they put it in physical version, uh, I'm sure the Church in the Darkness is also going to get a physical <laughs> copy in the very near future once everybody catches on how great this deep cut is. Yep. Oh, okay. How about this? I will I will buy They Bleed Pixels and talk about it. And Phil, you play <laughs> Church cool. in the Darkness and you tell us how that is. I have very high hopes for the Church in the Darkness that I'm keeping in check because I'm going to infiltrate a cult. And if there's anything <laughs> that I'm really good at, it's infiltrating cults. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Phil, there's, you know, well... We'll talk about this off off air, but there there was another game that I thought he was going to pick for you when he first started talking about it, and I thought, oh, Phil, you don't want to play this one. But we'll talk about that one off air. We already air. played the Padre. <laughs> oh, we did? Did yeah, we talk we about that game? We played that for the... How did you know I was going to say that? How did you know I was going to talk about that game? Uh, because I had the exact same thought when he said <laughs> it. Like, oh, my God, if he's giving me the Padre, I will n- I'm selling this company. Yeah. <laughs> I like messing with you, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we look forward to that next week. Uh, before we head out, then, how can people get a hold of us? And Mike, we'll start with you. How can people follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PezGuyMike. And Phil, how can people find you on social media? I only respond to self-addressed stamped envelopes these days. <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter at Bino23. And listeners, you can find us on Twitter. You can find GamerHeads Podcast at GamerHeads Pod. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Nintendraj. Uh, and you can also follow us online at our website at GamerHeadsPodcast.com, where you can read reviews like Sailforth. Uh, you can also listen to podcast episodes that you may have missed and read articles out there and news as well. So check it out uh mike thank you so much for joining us this week thank you and phil thank you so much for joining us this week thanks for having and all the hard work both of you guys do oh well thank you for the inspiring speech that you gave in the beginning of this podcast i appreciate it what i'm here for my oral skills are excellent (laughs) and listeners thank you so much for giving us a listen if you like what you hear leave us a review we'd love to hear what you have to say about the show And until next week, everyone stay safe and game on, and we'll talk to you then. See ya. So long. Take care.